Welcome to this week's edition of the Retech Podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined by somebody I've known for quite some time and admire greatly, Mr. Mike Severs, no less. Mike joined Volumatic as the UK Sales Director back in 2011 uh, and was appointed to the board as Sales and Marketing Director in 2019. I also happen to know that Mike landed, I believe, what was and probably still is the largest ever order in Volumatic's history. You can tell me whether anybody's uh, broken that record. Uh, and one of his main goals right now is to lead Volumatic's export drive and ensure it hits heady new heights on the global stage. So amen to that. Welcome, Mike. Always a pleasure. Uh, I have to say, I was half expecting to see you in your <clears throat> Sunderland shirt this morning. <laughs> I'll just correct that straight away, Paul, with my Newcastle United mug. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I always get that right. Uh, I am. I, I, I even put. I thought the, the colour was for you on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> don't tease, Paul. Don't tease. So look, Mike. I've known you for a long time now. Um, when, 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 when was it? When? How long have you been at Volumatic? Well, I've been at Volumatic. I think two days before I met you, Paul, because um, I joined uh, the first week of September in 2011. And we'd organised a retail fraud dinner in Leicester. So off we went to a nice hotel with the great and good of the loss prevention world uh, for some very posh dinner uh, that was very enjoyable. And that was my introduction to retail fraud and a number of sort of key players in that marketplace. Uh, and you've been dining out of expensive restaurants and being, uh, you know, absolutely uh, ever since you say it's just just what we expect <laughs> so 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 how so you know you came on uh you know on, on the sales function but how has your role changed from uh you know 2011 through to today well when, when i first joined the business um i was actually a humble sales guy so i was actually the the territory sales manager responsible for the for the north of england um so we had people like uh, Asda, Morrisons as, as prospects. Um, I didn't really have anything to do with the likes of Tesco, Sainsbury's. I've mentioned the big four there. there was, there's certainly a split in our organisation where, where we run things with the North and South. Um, we just landed Wilco, um, which was a fantastic piece of business. And that was the first rollout of the CCI, mm -hmm. Counter Cash Intelligence Solution. Um, and then we were looking to... To, to build on the success of that. So, so I was charged with um, making sure Morrison's, as they were looking at the solution, and, and that's you alluded to before, a couple of years later, we landed the elephant, we bagged the elephant, I should say, and, and Morrison's rolled out the CCI solution to every one of their till points, uh, which is you know an order for 10,000 plus units, and, and that set a standard for us to, to follow. Um, my role now is sort of very different because three years ago, um, on April the 1st, I was uh, appointed to the board and given a, a much larger uh, remit of responsibility. So I look at, I'll now look after export sales um, and, as well as marketing as well, hence doing things like this, Paul, uh, which is very enjoyable. So not as much knocking on doors, cold face, but obviously that's what the team do and I'm very much involved in that as well. Well, amazing to think. I remember the uh, the Wilkinsons deal landing and all the press at the time, and and it was a uh, you know it, it was a big story. But my goodness, be ten years ago that uh, that's flown by in a in a flash for sure. Yeah, and I think the marketplace is very different. So when Wilco rolled it out, that that 
project was led by Nick Phipps, who I know that you know, um, and he was head of loss prevention. So the drivers were things like security, cash loss, forgery, detection, etc. But now the, the marketplace has shifted and organizations are looking for um, efficiency, taking time out of tasks, really important. There's more players in the market, discount um, supermarkets, people like all the little, you know, you've got to run a slick operation and the CCI solution is perfect for that because it, it takes time out and, and, and makes the organization efficient. Yeah, and would you say that's the, the, the biggest change you've seen in the last 10 years is that, is that move across or is the other things that you think have, have sort of, uh, you know, you're seeing different as well? Um, I think what, it's impossible not to have a conversation like this without mentioning the C word. Uh, COVID um, and I think COVID accelerated some aspects of people's spending habits. Um, COVID was responsible for a lot of misinformation around cash um, and I think no one really won out of that. Consumers were worried about using cash, uh, retailers were worried about accepting cash, uh, businesses from our point of view we lost a um, our uh, restaurant business, our pub business sort of disappeared overnight. Um, but that that was misinformation and the perception wasn't reality. And I know that the World Health Organization have put some statements out, you know, cash is, it, it, it does not transmit, hmm. you know, COVID sort of thing. And people realize that now. But cash did take a bit of a knocking yeah. um, and, and businesses that did still operate in, COVID times during lockdowns, you know, groceries were, were all open. We certainly volumatic were open for all this period as well. Um, we did see the number of transactions that people were doing with cash reduced significantly. Although that's changed now, and I'll probably talk about that a little bit more, but people's spending habits have, have, have come back more to the norm, not quite pre-pandemic levels, but certainly made a Made a, made a big return of late. And Volumatic are in a fortunate position because of the clients that we have. We actually can see transactions and see real data. So we actually know what's happening uh, at the till point. Um, and that's how we know these things. And, and, the, and the whole cash thing during the pandemic was, was just bizarre, I have to say. And, you know, and to see you know, retailers you know, not accepting cash, I mean, just off a slight tangent, but there is a, there is a uh, restaurant brand that uh, my now 10 year old, he was nine at the time for the rest of his life will never go in because with his pocket money, he took his nanny uh, 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 for lunch for a pizza and she didn't take her purse. So we proudly arrived at the restaurant with 40 pounds in his pocket to buy them both lunch. And when they sat down, excitedly picked what they wanted were told that it would have to be card only and yeah. there he is with his cash at nine years of age he could not understand what was wrong with his money um, <laughs> and they would not take it and they they had to leave that restaurant and then big big shout out to Sainsbury's they walked to the local or drove across the the retail park to local Sainsbury's where they bought pizza all of their goodies he paid with his cash and they came home and ate it but if you think he's ever going to go in that particular national chain of pizza restaurant ever again, not going to happen. And as a, as a sort, our family won't go in because he won't go in. So we support <laughs> him in his decision. So 
you know, uh, you've got to be got to be careful what you do in these times, you know, eyes wide open on all these decisions. And I even wrote to the MD who I'm connected with on LinkedIn uh, and he never, never wrote back. So uh, even more disappointing. People were definitely confused. And, and, and your son is a consumer and, it, and I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit more as well. I had a similar story where I went for a haircut when you remember when everyone was waiting to get the haircut. Uh, and I went to the local barber just with a card, no fool me, yeah. you know, and then the barber said, I'm sorry, we only accept cash. <laughs> I was like, right, do you trust me? I need yeah. to go to the cash point, get some money, went back and paid him cash. And I thought, fair enough. The top people from the top organisations with the latest thinking about the best strategies to use in the greatest industry on earth, retail. The Retail Conference from the Retail Bulletin, exclusively at Retech Europe, 8th and 9th of November. Search The Retail Conference for more details. So with all of these changes, and, and the press were full of it at the time, you know, the end is nigh, you know, this is the end of, cash i mean you're saying you've seen it come back but but what's your i mean you've probably got a bigger insight than, than most what's what's your take on it well volumatic did a lot of work i mean um during the pandemic when we're, we're not all about selling um you know as as, as a business paul we're, we're thought leaders we see ourselves as industry experts innovators people to go to to talk about cash um and we um we hosted a webinar um and invited uh, the Bank of England, Voltex, um, two uh, consultancy organisations, Cash Essentials and Enrio, uh, and also the Co-op Food Group uh, to come and present and, and talk to us about cash after COVID. Um, and that was extremely interesting. Um, we had a lot of people participate. Of course, it wasn't a face-to-face -face event. It was done. Um, over the web, a bit, a bit like this, like you know, lots of these events uh, events are. Um, but what, one thing that really the, the, the key message that came out of that is that consumers demand payment choice. There's lots of mm. different ways to pay for something, but still at the heart is cash. You know, and cash is very resilient. It's very resistant to things and people want to be able to use it. In fact, I'll correct myself. It's not just that people want to be able to use it. People need to be able to use that. So, so we produced a white paper, which is available. Um, we can send that out to all your members as well, Paul. Um, and, and the title of the white paper was Consumers Demand Payment Choice. And that was very much the message from, from all quarters. Then um, bringing us sort of right back up to date, just at the end of last month, um, Volumatic hosted our first face-to-face -face, face -face oh. event for, for a long time um, at Coventry University. Um, and that was, the title of that was Cash 2030. And that was, how is cash going to move over the next decade? And again, this was more interactive. So we did have the Bank of England speak again. Um, but we also had um, the cash, uh, UK Cash Supply Alliance uh, came and, and spoke. They're lobbying the government, Paul, to create an all-party work, working group focusing on cash. Um, again, Enrio came and talked, and the Coke Food Group came and talked about what, what they'd seen 
from from when COVID first started to now and the future at their till points. Um, then we had a, a Q&A session that involved NatWest Bank, Link, who are the UK's cash machine network, G4S, and the Corp. So one thing that Volumatic are aware of is that the industry is very good at talking to itself mm. about cash, but we're not very good at talking to retailers. So we invited lots of retailers to attend this event. And fortunately, the likes of Tesco, Card Factory, Southern Coal, C-Store Collective representing convenience stores came. And it was, it was a very interactive event with lots of polls and things like that. And it was... Um, it was extremely interesting what the findings were. You know, cash is still so important uh, to, to, to everybody, key parts of society. It's, um, it's still very relevant. It's still very resilient. Um, and yet retailers admitted that they don't promote the use of cash. They do promote the use of other expensive means of processing yeah, yeah. money, but they don't promote cash to consumers who are wanting to use cash. They, they are falling into traps like you, the sun's example that you gave, Paul, yeah. by not really understanding what a consumer wants. And that's why Volumatic feel it's so important to make people aware of this. And, and it's just, I mean, it's even, um, I think the media tried to accelerate the demise of the, of the good old check. Um, yeah. but, but actually, there was a, a significant chunk of society that still found that convenience and it worked for them. And then cash is just, a, it feels like, the, the checks on steroids because vast swathes of, of the population still use cash and find it convenient. I just think for a while the card issuers and those in the digital space just were a little bit quicker out the blocks with an aggressive anti-cash PR campaign. And I don't know about you, I mean, you're in it, but it caught me by surprise. I was like, hang on, I didn't realise that that battle, if you like, was even going on, but they were very aggressively pumping the story that cash is dead the media seemed to buy it and it took uh, people like yourselves to go hang on a minute yeah. let's do some research here. I and mean, i don't know whether you've got you know you know i've seen the report there's some really you know some significant findings that came out i mean the players that you brought together i mean you know some major retailers the bank of england g4s that are picking all the cash up for cash in transit I mean, these are major players in, in the movement of cash. You've got them all together to share. And then some of the findings that, that came out, I mean, you know, pretty pretty impressive all round. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it, it, it's interesting that a lot of people, well, all the people that presented and talked about the use of cash, didn't, no, no one said it should be cash and only cash. It's just our advice to retailers is recognize that people want that choice. Sometimes they might want to use cash. Sometimes they might not want to use cash and be careful about how you promote it. Cause you might lose a customer as that pizza chain, pizza chain did with your son. Yeah. So, so you just got to make sure that people have the ability to spend cash and have access to cash is another key aspect to it, Paul, as well, because people in rural areas and cash point machines and things like that, these are, these are really important. Um, one of the facts that I think is a little bit quirky is there's, there's, there's more cash in circulation in the UK now than there ever has been. 
Is that right, really? Yeah. So, so we, I mean, it does beg the question, where is it all? Um, but it is out there and people are wanting to spend it. And, and you know, I, I mentioned it already. It is very resilient and in troubled times and we're in troubled times. Look at, you know, we're, we're practically potentially at war. You know, there is a war going on next door. People look to cash. People want yeah. cash, you know. Yeah, it does provide a, you know, a comfort, doesn't it? And a safety net. So, look, um, amazing stuff that, that you're doing. And uh, I have to say hats off the, the fact that you continually put out some great research. I know you've referenced a couple of bits and we'll make sure we post the links alongside this or track your eye down on, on LinkedIn. But did I see, so over here at Retail Knowledge, we are we have a 20th birthday, but uh, but... But, but you're the daddies by comparison, aren't you? Volumatic. <laughs> yes. Um, as a registered business, we are 50 years old, um, would you believe, um, this year? This year. Um, our business was started by a guy called Frank Pegg, who invented the, you know, the, um, the mirror that looks that goes in the corner of a retail or, or yeah. the, the little paper shop and looks Very along well. the aisle at the schoolboys pinching crisps and things like that. He invented that, and that's that's how our business started uh, with its legacy around security products, and and now we've we've moved on to to products that, that create efficiency around cash. Th th those those mirrors were the were the height of technology. The only piece of uh, loss prevention equipment. Uh, we had in the in the cooperative stores I was working in at, at 16 years of age. That was it. Trying to just peer into the mirror to did it go in the pocket? Did it not? Were they just scratching their their, their legs? Well, we've stood the test of time, Paul, because because they, they're still there probably. Yeah. <laughs> lots of stores, lots of stores still use them. So yeah, we're 50 years um, 50 years old, and we've got a number of events that that we'll advertise um, it, and. For employees as well, because it is a big celebration. Um, we've talked about troubled times, but Volumatic has had two consecutive record years, and you know we're, we're looking to to grow from that. And you've talked about you know our plans for expansion and things like that. So the business is is in great shape, and we're, we're oh, looking well. to celebrate. Does that mean your photograph might be coming off the wall? Uh, as the as the, with the, the highest ever deal might might it be replaced just just I'd, I'd love somebody to replace that yeah. yes we we have irons in the fire as well oh, so yeah. we have lots going on so, so 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 what else so you've got lots of events what's going on in terms of you know I know international expansions are uh, on the radar for you know any particular territories are you happy to happy to go anywhere warm what's the what's the what's what's the goal yeah I I, I think I mean. Even though Volumatic have, you know, very good presence in places like the US and Canada, we, I mean, we supply McDonald's over there, we supply Universal Studios, we've got some great reference accounts, but uh, as a business, we've probably scratched the surface and we, we really want to penetrate the US with the CCI solution. Um, but then also, um, we do have a number of successful distributors in Europe, um, but places like um, Spain, uh, Germany are very cash rich and, and we can definitely replicate the success that we've had in the UK in territories like that. So we're, we're working hard to, 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 to get the right strategy to, you know, penetrate those markets, but the solution would be welcomed by 
by businesses there. We know that. And we, we've had success in places like Holland already mm. and the Netherlands, um, their, their main supermarkets over there use the CCI. So we know it travels. It travels well and the benefits can be had by all. Have CCI, will travel. Right. Yeah. One final question for you. Um, amazing that you guys are going to be uh, at Retech Europe at the NEC in November, 8th and 9th. You've got a significant footprint. I, it's only appropriate then for your 50th celebration that you are facing the main bar and meeting <laughs> area. So are we just going to get dry ice, laser light shows and, uh, and, and lots of a why the lads songs blaring out or, or, or is there something else that, that we might see from you? Well, I think we need to have a conversation about that, Paul. We, we always meet the needs of, uh, of our customers and prospects. So if they've got any suggestions as to how we might want to celebrate, I'll certainly take them on board. Uh, I just don't want to get dressed up in Lycra. That's something I'm not going to do. <laughs> not again. Uh, do you know what? I still see the photo pop up on my LinkedIn profile and I'm still troubled by it to this day. So I don't think you need to repeat it. There's, uh, the, the, it's got thousands of clicks. It's fine. Uh, look, Mike, it's always an absolute uh, pleasure to catch up with you. Thank you so much for uh, for taking the no time problem. to join me this week. Uh, the very best of luck to Newcastle United as they uh, continue to climb away from the relegation zone in the Premier League here in the UK. Um, uh, and uh, the smile on that face of yours, I'm sure, is getting bigger and bigger as the week goes by. But for now, Mike, uh, have a fabulous rest of the day. Thanks again. You too. And thanks very much for this, Paul. Cheers. Cheers.